Hey, how you doing? Welcome to Chop, the Axe Cop fan cast. My name is James Kennison. I'm your host, and I'm joined by John Steinklauber. Welcome to the show, John. Hey, thank you very much. Wahoo. Well, hey there, head choppers. This is Chop, the Axe, Ca- Axe Cop fan cast. This is the show that only stabs you if you are bad. Mm-hmm. So. Evil, even. So in case you don't know, in case you found this show randomly in iTunes, in case this is three years from now and the show has swept the globe and you're going back to your archives and you're listening to the first show just to kind of get a handle on it, Axe Cop is an amazing comic strip written by the Malachi, uh, Malachi who is uh, six years old, now five, and illustrated by a fellow, oh gosh, what's his name? Ethan! His name is Ethan. He's 29 years old. So it's illust- they're two brothers. It's, it's, again, written by this little boy, and it's illustrated by his older brother, who's an amazing artist. Um, and you can find um, this, this webcomic at uh, axcop.com. And it's amazing. It's the most random thing in your entire life, and I think it's genius. John, what do you think? You know, I have to agree with you. It is genius. It is the work of art. Uh, in fact, I was reading a, um, uh, something today that somebody compared Ethan. Actually, it was uh, it was on the site, uh, your site, um, comparing Ethan to Frank Miller. <laughs> yeah, Dude. but in their in their context, it wasn't a positive thing. But <laughs> well, who cares, man? It's Frank Miller. Yeah, that's true. Any time, <laughs> I wasn't being compared to a great writer at six years old. I know that much. But wasn't being compared to anything at six years old. Well, we're uh, we just wanted to start this show because we're huge fans uh, ourselves, and uh, I don't know. First shows, I hate them. I kind of hate first shows. Uh, mm. I've done several first shows now, uh, but uh, this one is going to be a lot of fun. We've got a lot of um, uh, segments that we're going to be doing and stuff like that. So, cool. um, it, it it it's probably going to be a biweekly podcast. It could be weekly. I don't know. It's going to try to be between thirty minutes, forty five minutes long. It's going to feature me and John. And um, I, I just before you freak out, some of the fans have already uh, through the uh, forums and stuff have been like, "How can you start the show? Uh, did you ask permission?" Well, you don't need permission. <laughs> you don't need permission to start a fan cast of any kind. I could start a fan cast about Colgate if I wanted to. I don't have to have Johnson and Johnson's permission. Uh, but it just so happens that I did email Mr. Ethan and I told him about the show and asked for his uh, stamp of approval. I guess his blessing if you will. And this is what he wrote back. So this is the, from the man himself. Dude, he says, that is the coolest thing I've seen in a while. I will hook you up with interviews from me, Malachi, Dave, the voice of Axe Cop. Heck, why not my dad? And why not, people? That, that would be interesting. So let me know how I can help. I'll announce this on the site Monday and put you up in the links. Can't wait to hear episode one, Ethan. So there you go. If you needed to hear from the head head chopper himself, that was it. <laughs> So, yeah. <laughs> Did you like that? Yeah, that's I, good. I made up all kinds of sounds for the show. Did um, you? I did. I did. And I can't wait to share them. Uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, Axe Cop. Uh, I, what I want to do is roll back to episode one. The first, not zero, because zero is actually supposed to be after episode four. I'm talking about right. episode one, the very first one. Let's go through and, and kind of read this comic and give our feedback. This is, the, this is when we're introduced to Axe Cop for the first time. All right. And he says, one day at the scene of a fire, the cop found the perfect fireman axe. I love that it's the perfect fireman axe. And that some firemen yeah. apparently left it on the ground. Oh, it was fate. 
It was. It was fate. It yeah. was meant to be because at some point there was an axe fireman. Apparently, I mean that's just the unsaid thing. He left yeah. his axe on the ground at a fire, and axe cop found it, assumed he was allowed to take it, and suddenly, suddenly became axe cop. And the first thing on his mind in panel two is, "I need a partner now." Yeah, that's important. And he's adjusting his glasses because yeah. he knows this is future. <laughs> He's looking toward the future. And actually, that panel has become the symbol of Axe Cop because his Twitter and all that stuff, it uses a color version of that panel <laughs> right there. Yeah. Um, so Axe Cop has tryouts, and he hired a partner. My name is Flute Cop. Sign here. We have a gang of dinosaurs to kill. I love that. Gang of dinosaurs. I mean, because that's, that's what threatens life these days is, is dinosaurs. Well, when you're five, at the time he was five when he was writing this, heck yeah. Heck yeah, if, if, well, if dinosaurs showed up, who else would you call? A, a guy with an axe that could chop their heads off. It's but, a metaphor, man. But it's do, a you, metaf- do, you know, <laughs> do you know who Flute Cop is? Yes, I do. Okay. Who, spoiler alert, people, okay? Yeah. Axe. Okay, if you haven't read. <laughs> yeah, if you haven't read all the way through. Flute Cop and Axe Cop are actually brothers. Yep. So I find it very random and very interesting that the first guy that walks in on the first day is a portly older guy. That was actually his brother and wants to be on his team. With a stash. With a stash and a flute. It's actually a recorder. Can we go ahead and just say that? He should be recorder cop. But that wouldn't sound right. No, it doesn't I mean, sound good at all. Flute cop sounds much better. Absolutely. And if you read, if you listen to the actual uh, uh, Malachi and Ethan Chronicles there, they, they have a, uh, a an audio version of their storytelling on YouTube, and it's actually on the website. Um, you hear that Flute Cop actually has a flute in one hand and a machine gun in the other. That's the way he was supposed to be. So why Ethan deviated, uh, I'm not sure. Maybe for the violence. Maybe he was, he was, maybe he was afraid that, uh, you know, machine guns right off the bat would be a little too much. Well, that, and, and how are you going to play a flute if you have a machine gun in your hand? Maybe c- perhaps a piccolo or a, or, a, or a mouth harp, but not a full-on recorder. Mm, true. It takes two hands. So well thought out, Malachi. Yes. Or Ethan, whoever made that decision. So uh, our our fourth panel says, so the new team went to the land of volcanoes and fought the gang of dinosaurs with their axe and flute. I love that that you can fight dinosaurs with a flute. I, I I like that. You know, I, I, I kind of think that it's kind of like the uh, the Pied Piper mm. thing. He kind of lulls them mm. into a... See, I went to the Arcania of Time. You know, mm-hmm. the Link, the the Legend of Zelda. I don't even know if I'm right. saying Arcania right. Do you know how to say it properly? <laughs> but, no. But apparently you could play stuff and magic would happen. So, That's true. Uh, and, and then there's the, the, the whole Snake Charmer concept. Mm-hmm. Maybe, you know, long-necked dinosaurs sway when you play flutes to them. They do, and, and they get somewhat angry. They must. Yeah, you're right. Did you notice that Stegosaurus? He reminds me of, like, Bebop or Rocksteady from uh, Ninja Turtles. <laughs> it just has an evil look that I don't remember seeing in any of the, the history books about dinosaurs. But uh, He certainly doesn't look like the land before time. No, no, that is not Sarah right there. No. Uh-uh. And Bigfoot. Or, or Padfoot. Littlefoot. Littlefoot. Whatever. I don't know. Bigfoot's a big monster in the woods. I'm, I I would not be surprised if we see Bigfoot eventually. There there needs to be more zombies in Axe Cop and Bigfoots. 
You know what? That would be a great suggestion. Yep, Malachi, yep, Ethan, yep. if you're listening, and please Petrie. put some zombies. Petrie should be in there. And, Petrie uh, should and, get his head chopped off. <laughs> and Ducky. <laughs> Ducky. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, Petrie. P- I, uh, he's the one I like the most. Sarah's the one I want to get her head chopped off. She's Brad. Why are we talking oh, about this? I don't know because of dinosaurs. dinosaurs. Well, apparently, um, you can you can chop the heads off dinosaurs, um, and that brontosaurus I want to say has the shortest neck I've ever seen on a brontosaurus. And actually, brontosauruses don't exist, do they? It's apatosauruses now, I think. I don't know. Did you know that they had the wrong head on them? Oh, and that's I, what, and, and until Axcop came along and chopped it off, they never knew. So, huh. I I like that frame though because. Axe Cop is very adamant about the point, I will chop your heads off. Absolutely. Two exclamation points. Yeah. It's going to happen. Just, I can see him saying it. And and I want to also point out that he doesn't so much have an axe in that frame as he has a tomahawk. It, it, it is a bit tomahawk-like, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's a little less uh, like a, uh, a big old giant fireman's axe. A little bit more like a little chop-chop. So, but he it wouldn't tomahawk cop wouldn't sound right. No, it would be probably banned in several cities. Yeah, in America. So they cut the monster of the mother and the father dinosaur heads off. Okay, suddenly now everything has changed. We now realize that there is a mother and a father dinosaur. They are, they are, uh, I think it's great that their marriage is diverse. You know, (laughs) they're not, they're, they're, they're practicing diversity in the relationship. You know, Sarah and and Littlefoot did. Right. A triceratops. They came together. Yeah. And they worked out their differences. I'd love to see that baby, but they're dead now. So (laughs) it doesn't matter. um, We should put these heads on a stick and hide bombs in them. That is great. That's a great idea. It reminds me as a child, when we went to my grandma's house, who lived in the country and somebody had stuck a bear head on the post of a gate. Really? Uh, yeah. It was just stuck there. And that's kind of gross. Yeah, exactly. And that's, that's the logic that I don't follow that, that you maybe have to be five to understand. It's hiding bombs in a nasty severed head. What is that going to do? Exactly. Ooh, let me check this out. Boom. I don't know. Yeah. Well, you know, I think terrorists are actually attracted to severed heads. Ah, bad guys. You're and, right. Um, You're right. They might collect guys. them. They could collect yeah. it. Yeah. That's a collectible. They, yeah, and so with bombs in it, they could kill two birds proverbially, proverbially with one stone. I like purbly. Or one bomb. Hyperbole. Purbly. So um, apparently Flute Cop gets dinosaur blood on him. He feels strange, yeah. and he becomes a fat version of Dinosaur Cop. Dinosaur Soldier, I'm sorry. He unexpectedly yeah. transforms. I love that we added the phrase unexpectedly transforms because mm-hmm. I would imagine anytime you transform from a man into a dinosaur that it is unexpected. Well, you know, I, I've never uh, made that transformation myself. Yeah. However, if it did happen to me, I would expect that it would be mm-hmm. unexpected. Well, he became axe cop and dinosaur soldier and suddenly out of nowhere has a machine gun. I, I think it's very um, possible that he traded up his weapons, or maybe even down, if his flute had magical powers, it doesn't say, uh, because now he has sharp teeth, mm-hmm. and I don't think that would be very conducive to flute playing. No, but I do like the fact that he kept his shades. Yeah, that's true. That's true. He it would have been nice if he would have kept his stash, but... Yeah, I don't know, though. Lost his shades. I, but do you notice, spoiler alert, in future episodes, he turns into Avocado Soldier, and then he turns back into Dinosaur Soldier. Did you notice he's a lot more buff and a lot thinner in the second version 
of Dinosaur well, Soldier. I've heard that avocados can help you lose weight. So <laughs> uh, apparently, <laughs> turning into a dinosaur um, soldier also makes you lose your shirt and tie and strip down to your wife beater. Yeah. Well, it had blood on it. Yeah, that's true. I mean, who Very wants cool. To wear that's a right. Tie? That's right. Yep. You're right. Good point. Well, I love these things, man. I love yeah. them. I think they're great. And uh, you know what? Honestly, I got to tell you, I was reading Axe Cop and didn't even know. I mean, just the way the website was set up back in the day, back when I was reading it, you know, years and years ago, I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know about the Ask Axe Cop bonus stuff that was coming out. Oh, really? Yeah. And so I, when I did find it, I think I had like seven of them that I got to read all at one time. It was awesome. And yeah, well, I, I haven't caught up on all of those yet, but... Yeah, well, you've read the first one about the zombie head eater. I love oh, yes. That. I love that. That sounds like something a kid would say. Here's a zombie Zom- head eater. Zombie head eater. And it's funny because when you hear... You could hear it in your head, the kid saying it, <laughs> and it sounds really yeah. funny and stuff, but then when you see it illustrated out, <laughs> it's like... It's even better. Yep. I, you know, my son, he's he's five... Um, and, and he says some of the craziest stuff, you know, and, yeah. and I wish that I could I- illustrate the things that he says, because then I'd be popular like Axe Cop. That's true. You would. Unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, the best you can hope for is being on my show with us. Yeah. With me. So, um, true. uh, so that was, that was cop talk, by the way. And our next, our next segment is called Meanwhile Inside a Nearby Swordfish, which is one of my favorite phrases <laughs> and uh, meanwhile, yes. meanwhile, inside a nearby swordfish is going to be our news and updates. Um, apparently, Ethan is at the Calgary Expo booth number five hundred two right now, and he's selling stuff. He's giving away. He's selling uh, sketches and all kinds of stuff. So if you're anywhere near there, it's over by the time you hear this. Just telling you. Mm. But I needed. Calgary? I needed Calgary. Yeah, is that in Canada? He, he's in Calgary. He's watching Jesus wow. die. Um, <laughs> no, he's in Calgary. I think that is in Canada, up there where Trevor is, our buddy Trev. So yeah. Um, I also read a, a, a thing uh, from that same post on axcop.com that it's funny. He he's seated with all of the other web comic guys, and he's always been an illustrator, but never a web comic er. And so now he's seated with these guys in their segment, and he's 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 decided um, that he admits now that web comics are the future of comics. Well, yeah, they he's are. A, he's a he's a big supporter now, so I think that's awesome. Um, you know, obviously in the future we'll have more news and updates. But again, I hate first shows because of this, but that's okay. Um, now it's time for a seg- segment that I'd like to call "Ask Wexter." Wexter being uh, Axe Cop's dinosaur, I created a special special sound clip for it. Um, and let me let me preface this by saying this, in my opinion, is what. Uh, it would sound like to be attacked by Wexter. And remember, Wexter is a giant dinosaur. He has a super fast bite, super duper fast bite. He shoots flames out of his mouth. He flies. He has machine guns for hands. What would that sound like? Possibly something like this. So there you go. Axe Wexter. All right. Yeah. It's hard to say Ask Wexter without wanting to say Axe Wexter. But I Ax, don't. Well, maybe in a future episode of Axe Cop, mm-hmm. he will be Axe Wexter. That's true. Maybe it'll be a little offshoot, like a little subplot. But oh, we'll see. Yes. Wexter wears a cat suit. Did you know that, Junk? 
it's hilarious. But anyway, um, I wanted to. What I wanted to do was create a random, uh, like, I'm, use my imagination and ask uh, from a five year old's point of view what what would you ask Wexter if you could, and uh, and I had hmm. come up with things like what do bad guys taste like. I just thought that was Whoa. a good random question, right? Because he eats bad yeah. guys. But then I decided, no, I've got a five-year-old in my house right now. She's a girl. but So I told her a little bit about old Wexty. And I told him, uh, told her that he flies and then he that he shoots, uh, you know, sh- machine guns and he has fire and f- and he can go to the moon and the sun and all that kind of stuff. And of course, my little girl daughter, her question that she asked, I said, what would you want to ask this amazing dinosaur? And she simply said, would you ride me? up to the sky would you give me a ride into the sky that's what she wants and so we're going to ask wexter that wexter would you ride her up into the sky he's going to speak and i'll translate okay so wexter Hmm. that that's his response now you might not know what that means but luckily i do speak wexterese and uh as we have no proof that wexter actually speaks english it's Waxillian, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Wexter is very clear to say that that you can ride as long as you have Axe Cop's permission, and um, unless you're a bad guy. If you're a bad guy, you can still ride, but you will be stabbed with spikes that mm-hmm. come out of his back. Um, so if you're a bad guy, you're doomed. Yeah. Um, the biggest question that he has is, uh, where do you want to go? Because he has very little time for giving rides because he has to um, fight crime. He's got to fight bad guys. Yep, and he's building walls and doing all kinds of chores. You know, they only sleep like two hours, two minutes a day. That's that's, that's about it. So, and sometimes he has to go to the moon and and then fight other places. Yep, Uniplanet. Uniplanet. It's great stuff. I can't wait till we review some of those things. But uh, <laughs> what we'll have to do is dedicate a whole show to reviewing like four or five of them, and then we can get caught up and review the most current ones. So that'd be pretty awesome. Uh, so the, yeah, that that was Axe Wexter. Axe Wexter. <laughs> okay, this next segment's called tryouts. And it is the Axe Cop Trivia Question of the Week. So it's a time for you to try out. Because tryouts are very important, apparently, in the Axe Cop universe. They are. They happen somewhat frequently. Yeah. Anytime you need people. Even when you don't have tryouts, people come to try out. And yeah. they, they show you their front kick to prove that they are not bad guys. Yeah. So here, every week we'll try to do a trivia question. You can email in to uh, chopcast at gmail.com with your answer. And, um, you know, if you win, maybe we'll give you some swag. Maybe we'll buy you something off the website or something. I don't know. I don't know. But initially, we're just a poor podcast. So you, you right. might just get your name mentioned and a, and a little slap on the wrist. I don't know. Maybe, <clears> though, we'll give you a hotel, uh, a vacation to the hotel or the motel, and you can watch movies on 30 televisions of you fighting bad guys <laughs> and eat cake. All right. I don't know. We could do anything. But here it is. The question is, what sound is made when Axe Cop, while wearing a cat suit, kills a bad guy in his sleep? Okay? That's the question. You're going to have to pour through. What sound? What's the sound effect that is made when Axe Cop, wearing a cat suit, kills a bad guy in his sleep? You can send that to chopcast at gmail.com. Okay. That's a tough question. Yeah, yeah. Now, this next segment is called uh, Secret Attack, and it's where we're going to try to apply the latest secret attacks in real life. Now, 
Uh, yeah, it's kind of a wishful thinking segment where we're going to just mm-hmm. brainstorm about who we'd like to secret attack. There's lots of secret attacks mentioned in um, in these uh, in special attacks too in in right. the comic series. But the first one that I could find was from Axe Cop number six, and uh, I'm sorry, Axe Ask Axe Cop. Try to say that three times fast. Question Ooh. six. Yeah, first <laughs> the first secret attack seemed to be this: the secret potion. That makes monkeys smart, but instead kills them. Remember that? Because the question was, if apes took over the world, what would you do? What and, would you do? And, and what he did is he made a secret potion. Um, he says, everybody, hey, this is a secret motion that makes apes smart, but instead it kills them. So how would that apply in real life? Oh, well. I mean, I don't want to sit and talk about killing people. because I, Exactly, but, you know, there are some... Uh, well, I can't say, but I know let's if a say monkey, bad guys. Yeah, okay. Bad there guys. are bad guys. Yeah. Definitely bad guys out there. Mm-hmm. Bad guys. And the key would be to give them this potion, mm-hmm. like in whatever you know bad guy layer that they're hanging out in, mm. and then they can drink it, and then they'll realize, oh, we shouldn't be hanging out in this layer because all of a sudden they're smart. Ah. So maybe they would wise up, and they, they, would, and they would turn from their life of crime, but just about the time they came to this epiphany, then they die. Poof, like that. It's called a secret attack. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's so mean. That makes it meaner. <laughs> it makes monkeys smart, or a bad guy smart, and then they're dead. It's like, you know what? I'm going to settle down. I'm going to raise a family. <laughs> I'm going to go back and get my degree. Like Susan Sarandon told me two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> and then pow. Oh, it wasn't Susan Sarandon. It was that lady off Three's Company. I forgot her name. Get your degree. <laughs> Three's Company. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either. But uh, yeah, secret attack. I love it. I love it. And I think that's I think that's right. Now now, you know, quite honestly, if I was at a zoo and this monkey started smarting off at me. And try to take over my family. Absolutely, I'd mix up a potion. I would probably do it. Yeah, yeah. Because you know, normally they'd throw poo at you. Yeah, you know, monkey, you want to be smart? Drink this. Yeah. Hey, hey, apes. Hey, 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 you want to be brilliant? You want to be smart? You want to make your own web comic? <laughs> it works good too because apparently they're not smart, so they trust you, and yeah. they, they drink the drink, and then they die. <laughs> Whatever it takes to save the world, that's Axe Cop's way. I'm just glad he's always available. He's always available. He always has the answer. There's never a time Axe Cop doesn't know what to do. Matter of fact, I may send that question in to ask Axe Cop. Like, Ooh. has there ever been a time you were at a loss of what to do? Or or what would you do if you ran out of weapons? You know what? I Well, no. Well, I don't want to spoil anything, but, you know, it's impossible for them to run out of weapons. I know. Because... But because they, of a certain wish. I know, but he left all of those. He got one of every weapon, but he left them on the moon. Did he? Yes. Mm-hmm. And Sakurain okay. went to and Sakurain went and got a uh, a chainsaw. So he couldn't even borrow a chainsaw. He had to go get one, which secretly yeah, apparently go. was um, Stinko. So Stinko. Wait, wait. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Gotcha. Figured out because they they were they were uh, yeah. I don't want to spoil anything. I'm not going to spoil <laughs> no, anything. we don't want to spoil anything. But, uh, but yeah, 
<laughs> but if you don't know what we're talking about, you guys are really behind. AxCop.com. Check it out today. All right. Um, the next segment, we don't have anything for it, but I want to go ahead and tell you what it is. It's called They Turned Out to Be Emails. And I love that because there's a lot of turning out to be something else's in this in the storylines. Like the the the, ro- the book that that bit people turned out to be a robot. Um, yep. The aliens turned into tiny robots. Um, the, you know, Sakurang turns out to be, you know, I'm not going to tell you because spoiler. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So and, and you, you can turn out to get blood on you. You know, that that's my favorite part um, is that whenever you get blood on you, you're going to turn into the, whatever it was. That's right. So I would love to see a ghost or cop. Or if you get bit by it. That's true. That's true. Uh, you take on their properties. I would love to see somebody yeah. get bit by Axe Cop, though. Mm. Well, you know what? Somebody, something did get bit well, by Well, the Axe. little robots did. Yeah. But they never. you never saw what happened after that, though. I mean, they didn't stay alive and join the team. That's true. They all, they all killed each other. Yeah. It's yeah. Kind of, kind of, uh, kind of convenient wasn't it yeah it was it was a nice it was a nice out well done malachi (laughs) or ethan uh good job all right so yeah you can send your emails and comments and feedback and all kinds of stuff to ask i'm sorry not ask ask cop that would be rip off to uh chop (laughs) chopcast chop.com was was taken so it's chopcast at gmail.com. Um, and then lastly, uh, or actually we have two more segments in this very short first show, The Always Shift. I love the latest comic uh, uh, series, the, the two ass cops, axe cops. I think I just said a bad word. Um, <laughs> I think you did. You're going to have to edit this. Woo! That's a totally a different. clean show? Yeah, that's a totally different podcast right there. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> The Always Shift. Um, I don't have a clue what uh, this segment would be. Maybe you do. Maybe you, the listener, have an idea for the always shift. I love that concept. He says, I don't work the day shift. I don't work the night shift. I work the always shift. I work the always shift. So I'm asking you, the Axe Cop fans, the head choppers out there, what do you got for us? What do you think the always shift segment should be? I've already paid somebody to do a nice little voiceover for it, so we got to use it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> okay and lastly we're going to close out every show with a with a prayer now i know that sounds really religious and if you're religious or not religious it's going to bother you a little bit but axe cop is a religious man every night he prays and yes ladies and gentlemen as you well know he prays for the sharks mm-hmm. so here's a closing prayer for the sharks dear god please take care of the sharks i know they're bad but they don't want to be they want to be our friends so as they're swimming around, because if they don't swim, they won't be able to breathe, please help them to have a good day and have fish swim right into their mouths so that they will be full and happy. And maybe, maybe if we see one, they won't want to bite us. They will be nice. So we won't have to chop their heads off. <laughs> That's right. Uh, sharks may have a super fast bite. Do you want to hear what a super fast bite smells, uh, is like? Oh, oh! Yeah. I forgot the end of the prayer. And throw the devil in the lake of fire. Amen. Okay, here's a super fast bite. That's Whoa. what a super fast bite sounds that's, like. That's pretty quick. That is very quick. I mean, you could quick. pull off a few of those in rapid succession. Oh. Well, guys, I think this wraps up episode one. What do you think? I think it does. So It was fun. It was. All right, well, um, check us out. Uh, the website is 
chopcast.com. Uh, we'd love to hear your feedback. Get on axcop.com. Go to the forums. We're in there. We're not making our own forums. We're going to empower the forums that are there. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. And uh, be good. Yeah. We'll chop your heads off. Yeah.